Today's daf is Bamakama daf ayin zayin, and we are four lines from the top of daf ayin vav amid beis ishtamitze hod amir Today's daf is being learned as a schus for achenu bnei yisrael hanesunu batzaru v'shivya. Today's daf is also being learned leilui nishmas aharon alvasholim ben yibadol chaim toivim reb naftali herzog. So, at the end of yesterday's daf, the gemara discussed the sheet of Rab Shimon mentioned in the Mishnah on Daf Ayin Dalad Amid Beis. Rab Shimon said, Kotchim shechayev ba'achriyusam meshalim tashlumei dalad vehe she'ein chayev ba'achriyusam pater. At first glance, it sounds like Rab Shimon is commenting on something that the Tanakama had said earlier in the Mishnah, stating that la'achar ha'iyun, the Gemara said that's not the case. Rather, that cryptic line of Reb Shimon is actually a comment on a completely different halacha. The Brisa says that if somebody steals hektish, he's potter from kefal. Additionally, if he's tabachum macher, he's potter from dal And the reason is because in the parish of Gneva it says vegunav mi beisoish, and we learn from there mi beisoish v'loy mi beis hektish. It's regarding that halacha the Reb Shimon commented, and he said, it's not always the case. Meaning, it's possible for a person to steal hektish, then be tovachum machar, and be chayiv dalad vehei. How so? In the event that the hektish that he stole was kachim shechayiv ba'achriyusa, being that this person would be obligated to replace this hektish in the event that it was lost from him, so what emerges is that although he doesn't own the kachim, but at the same time, it represents value for him. If this kachim was not here, he would have to replace it. So that the ganev, although he didn't take memoinoy shalabaylim, but he took something that could be goyrim memoinoy shalabaylim. What Reb Shimon refers to as dovar ha-goyrim l'momen. And being there, Reb Shimon's sheet in Shas is that dovar ha-goyrim l'momen is k'momen dami. It's for that reason, kachim shechayev b'achriyusam, which is a dovar ha-goyrim l'momen, is k'momen dami. If somebody would steal and then be tovach, kachim shechayev b'achriyusam, says Reb Shimon, the Allah is he'd be chayev d'al So if someone would steal kachim she'en chayev b'achriyusam, that's the gunami base or ish, me base hektish. But to the extent that it's kachim shechayev b'achriyusam, in that case, Reb Shimon shita is, he's going to be chayev. But the Gemara had a problem. The Gemara had a problem in light of another shita that Reb Shimon has, a shita that we've discussed many times here in Perak Meruba, and a shita that permeates Shas, and that is, Shechita she'ena ru'uya, loishma shechita. Faith the Gemara, how could it be that if somebody steals kachim and he's tavach, he's going to be chayev da'od vehei, shechita's kachim, assuming it's outside of the azara, is a shechita she'ena ru'uya. You can't eat the kachim, you can't have anaw from the kachim, and if that's the case, Reb Shimon who holds shechita she'ena ru'uya, loishma shechita, even with regards to the sugi of da'od vehei, how could it be that if someone steals even kachim shechayev b'achriyusan and he's tabach that the halach is he'll be chayev da'alvei? And the Gemara had two mahalchim, Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan said, "Good kasha, halchav mayaskinon with this ganav stole and shechted in the azara, being that the shechita took place in the azara, it's for that reason it's a shechita ruuya." Gemara had a technical problem with that. To the extent that the shechita took place 
in the Azara, why don't we say Chazra Karen Labailim? And as a result, he shouldn't be chayev to the Tvicha. To the contrary, the Tvicha should constitute the Heshves Akzela Ashagazal. The Gemara had two versions of how Rabbi Yochanan answered that question. Rav Dimi said in the name of Rav Yochanan, it's talking about where it was Nishbach Adam. Rava said in the name of Rav Yochanan, it's talking about where the Shechita was Shaloy Lashma. But the point is that Rabbi Yochanan said that Enochin, I mean, the only time, according to Rabbi Shimon, you'd be chayev is in the event that it happened in the Azar. Mishlokish Mishlokish said the Shechita did not happen in the Azara, but rather it happened Chutz Azara. Ay, isn't it a Shechita She'en Ruya? Hacha B'mayaskinon, where the animal was a Balmok. And although Shechita's Kachim, where it's Tmimim, outside of the Azara is a Shechita She'en Ruya, but Shechita's Balmum, even outside of the Azara, is going to be considered a Shechita Ruya. And it was those two Mahalchen, Rabbi Yoichen and Rishlokish, respectively, that is the Gemara's Mahalach, how you reconcile Rabbi Shimon's Shita of Dovah Agarim Lamamim Kemamim Dami, thus Kachim Shechayev Bachriyusan, if somebody steals and his tavach is chayv da'al behe, with Rabbi Shimon Shita, that shechita she'en iruya lo yishma shechita. According to Rabbi Yechonon, it happened in the Azara. According to Rish Lakish, it was a baumum. Etaka happened outside of the Azara. So the Gemara says that Rabbi Loza, the Amoira, who was a Talmud Muvik of Rabbi Yechonon, and a chavir of Rish Lakish, he overheard this conversation, and tohiba some elaborate reaction he had. He said, I don't understand. Say the Rebbe Rabbi Yochanan's pshat and say my chavir Rish Lakish's pshat. As it relates to Rabbi Yochanan, you said that the reason according to Rabbi Shimon, if somebody would be gone of the Tobach Kodshim Shechai Bach Ryusan, it would be considered a Shechita Ru'uyo. Why? Because if it happened in the Azara, very good, it's a Shechita Ru'uyo. But as Katsha was, Vichy Shechita Materes, Valoi Zrika Materes, Shechita's Kodshim is not Mater Basar Kodshim Bachilo. It's not Mater the Imure Kodshim on the Mizbeach. It requires, in addition to that, Kabbalah, Hidlacha, and Zrika. The Zrika really is what's matter, not the Shechita. If that's the case, then how could it be you could ever be Chayev for Shechita's Kachim? I understand the Shechita was a Shechita Ksheira. By Shechita's Chulin, all you need is a Shechita Ksheira. But by Shechita's Kachim, in addition to the Shechita Ksheira, you also need a Zrika. And being that you don't have a zrika at the time that you did the shechita. So how is it possible that there should be a chiyah for utfache, there should be a chiyah of da'al ve'eh for shechita's kach? And as it relates to Rish Lakish, Rabbi Lazar says, I don't understand what Rish Lakish is saying either. You're telling me, b'shoichet balimumim b'chutz, that this person stole a balmum and he shechted b'chutz, and for that it's already going to be a shechita ruya. The only time shechita's balmum b'chutz is considered a good shechita is if the owner of the animal was paid to the animal. But to the extent that there was no pidyon on the animal, then the halacha is that the shechita is going to be a shechita she'ena ru'uya. The lashon of Rabbi Laza was, v'chi shechita materes, v'aloi pidya materes. It's the pidyon that's matter. And again, it's not the shechita. And if that's the case, the shechita should be a shechita she'ena ru'uya. So Rabbi Laza says, Sai according to Rabbi Yochanan, Sai according to Rish Lakish, I don't understand why the shechita is materes. According to Rabbi Yochanan, shechita materes, shechita materes. And according to Rish Lakish, shechita materes, pidya materes. And this is where we pick up four lines from the top of the Ayin Vavam and Beis. Says the Gemara, Ishtamitzei, Hadam Rab Shimon, Rabbi Laza, who was so taken aback by the Mahalach of Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish, he forgot 
another sheet of Reb Shimon. What did Reb Shimon say? Reb Shimon holds that once something is Oymid Lizrak, even if you didn't do the Zrika, we treat it in Halacha as if the Zrika was already done. And the same is true regarding Pidyoin. Something that's oimid liftois, even if you didn't do the pidyon, but we treat it kepadoi dami. Kaloimid lizer kizarok dami. Where do you find the Rebbe Shimon holds kaloimid lizer kizarok dami? The Tanya we learned to the Brisa. Now the background to this Brisa is tumas oichlan. So food could become tummy. Rebbe Shimon has a shita in Shas that isure hano anat metame tumas oichlan. In this Brisa, Rebbe Shimon's discussing whether noiser which is Yisurei Hana, could be Metame Tumas Eichlin or not. So Rabbi Shimon says like this, Yesh Noiser Shehu Metame Tumas Eichlin, Yesh Noiser Shehu Metame Tumas Eichlin, it depends. Some Noiser is Metame Tumas Eichlin, and some Noiser is not Metame Tumas Eichlin. Ketzad, Lon Lifnei's Rika, in the event that the Basa was Lon, Lon literally means slept. For our purposes, it wasn't eaten at the time that it was supposed to, it was Lon, meaning it stayed overnight. It became Noiser. So to the extent that it was long, it became noiser, fired the zrika. The halach is, it's not going to be shaykh to Tomas Eichlan, If, however, it became noiser already after the zrika, then it will be metama Tomas Eichlan. Now we have a mesoiro that when Rabbi Shimon said, Lon lifnei zrika, lon la'achaz zrika. What did he mean? My lifnei zrika. When he said that if it was lon lifnei zrika, it's not metama Tomas Eichlan, what he meant was koidim shenirel zrika. Before, it became ro'oy lezrika, meaning not before it physically had the zrika, but before it was nira lezrika. And la'achar zrika, what did Reb Shimon mean when he talked about lon la'achar zrika? He meant la'achar shenira lezrika. Not after the physical zrika, but after it was ro'oy lezrika. And the Gemara explains, koydim shenira lezrika lon ma'hi. What does it mean? Koydim shenira lezrika. Delay havishas bayoyim lemizrakei. It means that there was no time during the day after the shechita to do the zrika. The shachte samach l'shkiyas hakama, because it's talking about what the shechita happened samach l'shkiyas hakama. Now zrika has to be done during the day. Once the sun sets, once it's shkiyah, at that point you're not allowed to do the zrika anymore. Dam becomes nifsal b'shkiyas hakama. In the event that the shechita happened samach l'shkiyas hakama, so you didn't have a chance to do the zrika, and as a result. The basar ended up being lawn. In that case, the basar will not be Tommy Tomas because although the basar was lawn, it was lawn before it was shaykh to do a zrika. And if it's lawn before it's shaykh to do a zrika, now we view it as regular surayana. That's enoy metama Tomas Eichlin. What is Rav Shimon mean when he said that in the event that the lawn happened after it was near Lizrika, it's talking about the Havi Shoyis Bayoim, the Mizrike, where the Shrita happened not Mamish Samach Lashkiya so there was a little bit of time to do the Zrika. You didn't do the Zrika, then the Basar was lawn, the Allah is Metamatomas Eichlin, and that instance you're going to be Metamatomas Eichlin. But the point is this. The point is that Rav Shimon has an obscure Shita with regards to Noiser being Megabotom. Is it or is it not? It depends. If it 
became lon after the zrika, then it's metametuma soichlin. If it became lon before the zrika, then it's not metametuma soichlin. But the punchline is that we have a mesoira that when Reb Shimon said laachas zrika or lifnei zrika, doesn't mean before or after the physical zrika, but rather what it means is before it became royal zrika or after it became royal zrika. Really, what matters is not was there a zrika, but was the shechita mamish somach l'shkias achama that it was never shayach to do a zrika, or maybe the shechita happened an hour before shkias. He had plenty of time to do a zrika. So you see that when it comes to determining zrika or not zrika, you don't physically need a zrika or not. But rather, as long as it's royal Lizrika, that in and of itself is going to be enough. Alma kolo imid Lizrik kizaruk tami. So you see, the Reb Shimon Shita is that kolo imid Lizrik is kizaruk tami. What's the point? The point is that Reb Shimon, who said that if somebody steals kachim shechayiv b'achriyusam and he's tovach, the halach is he's going to be chayiv dal. Hey, what was the kasha? Stach hashchita sheino ruuyo. And Reb Shimon also has a shchita that shchita sheino ruuyo loishma shchita. What was Reb Yechonon's teretz? It's talking about when the shchita happened in the azara. What was the kasha? Toyba Reb Lazar. Even if shchita happened in the azara, but. Luchura, the shechita itself is not what's matter. You need a shechita and a zrika. The teretz is as long as you do a shechita, and now it's royal zrika. That's also Rav Shimon Shita. It's Kazarak Dami. And because Kalaimid Lizrik is Kazarak Dami, so that in and of itself is going to be enough. So, really, how do you make Shita's Rav Shimon work? It's a combination of three Rav Shimons. It's Rav Shimon that holds Dava Agarim Lamamin is Kamamin Dami. And Rav Shimon who holds Shchiti Shein Eruya Loishma Shchita. And Rav Shimon that holds Kalaimid Mid Lizrik Kazarak Dami Vakol Yavoy El Makaimid Bashal. So the Gemara said that Toiba Rav Laza, how do you make Shita's Rav Yoichanon work? I. Luchura v'chit shchita ma'teres v'ad lo izrika ma'teres. So the Gemara said nishta mitzay hada amir Rab Shimon kolah is it lizrei kizarik tam. Now Rab Lazar had another kasha. His kasha wasn't reish lakish v'chit shchita ma'teres. What about the pidyon v'ad lo pidyon ma'teres? So the Gemara says Rab Lazar forgot that too. He forgot that Rab Shimon shita is that kolah oimid liftois is kapadridam. So we established and we proved we have a source for Rav Shimon Shita of Kalaim and Lizrik Kazarik Tami. Now we need to find the source that Rav Shimon also holds Kalaim and Lifteis Kapadik Tami. Says the Gemara of Kalaim and Lifteis Kapadik Tami. The Tanya we learned to the Brisa. Rav Shimon Oimer. Rav Shimon said on the top of Daf Ayin Zayin Amar Aleph. Para Mitama Tomas Oichlin. A para as in a para Aduma is Shaykh to Tomas Oichlin. And the reason is Hoyl Vahoysala Chasa Kaisher. Being that it had a shasa kosher, it's for that reason it's shaykh to Tumas Eichlin. Meaning, it seems like be'etzem paraduma should not be shaykh to Tumas Eichlin. There's a long toysfus here that discusses why. The first of the two long toysfus in Andafay and Zayin Amaral. But the point is, it's mavur that be'etzem paraduma shouldn't be shaykh to Tumas Eichlin. The only reason it's shaykh to Tumas Eichlin is because there was once a shasa kosher. Meaning, before it became a full-fledged paraduma, there was an opportunity to eat it. And being that that was an opportunity to eat it, it's viewed as an oichel, and therefore now it's still going to be shaykh to Tomas oichel. Vomerish, lokish, on ayin zayin omid behiz. Oimer hoi Reb Shimin. Reb Shimin used to say that where do you find the shasa kosher of a para aduma? It's the following. Para niftis al gabe marochasa. It's because if you have a, a para aduma, even when it's under marocha, the aloch is if you want to be poited, you can be poited. And being that if you want to be poited, you could be poided. So every paraduma is viewed as being an oichel, because although right now, Ba'asher Rusham, it's a paraduma which 
would not be a noichel as it relates to the sugyas of Tomas Eichel, but he could be poyde. And being that you could be poyde, that in and of itself is enough to give it a shasakosha. Alma, what do you see? Kolo oimid liftais is kepadoidami. Meaning, even if you were a poyde, it's shaykh to the laws of Tomas Eichel. Why? Because you could be poyde. What do you mean you could be poyde? But you are a poyde. Oh, this is Reb Shimon talking. And you see Reb Shimon, oh, kolo oimid liftais kepadoidami. Now the Rishonim, not for now, ask that there's a big difference between the Kalaimid Lizard Kizaruk Dami and the Kalaimid Lifta Iskapadu Dami. Kalaimid Lizard Kizaruk Dami, there's a mitzvah, there's a chiv. You have to do Zrika. So it's Oimid Lizraik. Kalaimid Lizraik is Kizaruk Dami. Paraduma, is there a mitzvah to be paided? Why would there be a mitzvah to be paideh? You could be paideh. Now, it could be if you have a better paraduma, there'd be a mitzvah to be paideh. But in a vacuum to say that it's oimid liftais, lechura, the aside of shita's Rav Shimon is not that you could be paideh. The aside of Rav Shimon's shita is that you have to be paideh. If that's the case, how is paraduma oimid liftais? It's the rajbiz kasha, ayin jam. But either way, the Gemara said that Rabbi came with a blitz. He said, I don't understand Sai Rabbi Yochanan's teretz and Sai Rish Lakish's teretz. Rabbi Yochanan's teretz that shchitas kachim will be a shchita ruya as long as it happens in the Azara, still not a shchita ruya because it. And Rish Lakish's teretz, that Shechitah's kachim, when it's about mum, will be a Shechitah ruya chutz la'azara, it's chaser pediyah. The teretz is, it's all Reb Shimon, right? That's who we're discussing. It's the sheet of the Heliger Reb Shimon Vayichai. And in Reb Shimon's world, Kala'imid Lizrach is Kizarek Dami, and Kala'imid Liftois is Kepadu Dami. So the Gemara now is going to return to the Iker Machloikis between Rabbi Yochan and Rish Lakish. So again, Reb Shimon said in our Mishnah very cryptically, kachim she'chayev ba'achri yusan. And the Gemara clarified that even though it sounded like Reb Shimon was commenting on our Mishnah, he really wasn't commenting on our Mishnah. He was commenting on the halacha that if somebody steals kachin and then he's tavach, he's potter because v'guna mi beis ha'ish, v'loy mi beis hektish. And on that Reb Shimon said, sometimes hektish could be beis ha'ish to the extent it's kachim shechayi v'achri yusak. Reb Shimon l'shitasa, he holds dove ha'goyim l'mamen, is kimam adami. But the kasha was, Reb Shimon also holds shechita she'en aruya lo'ishma shechita. So Reb Shimon l'shitasa, how could shechita's kachim ever be a shechita ruya? Reb Yechelen said it was in the Azar, Reb Shlokish said it was about mom, and the chinami was outside of the Azar. So the Gemara, Bishlami Reb Yechelen l'yamak Reb Shimon ben Lakish, I understand Reb Yechelen didn't want to learn like Reb Shimon ben Lakish, the Gabay l'uk malamasis, and I feel a bit mimit, because Reb Shlokish is making a big aikimta that it has to be talking about where this kachim was about mom. Why did Rish Lakish not want to learn like Rabbi Yochanan? It seems to be a little bit more glad. So Rish Lakish is going to tell you, I have a fundamental reason I didn't want to learn that way. Because it says in the Torah, And we learn from here, Anytime somebody steals an animal, a shor or a set, and you have two choices. You could be Toveach or Moicher, you're not supposed to, but there are two options that would be Mechai of you. So the halach is, if you do one, you'll be Chayev for that one. But let's say you have an animal that you stole, that you can't sell, so then if you would shecht it, you wouldn't be chayev either. Regular kachim that doesn't have a mum, being that you can't sell kachim to mimim, that's a halacha, so less nu betvicha, it's not going to have the chayev for Utvachai either. So the reason Rabbi Yochanan didn't learn like Rish Lakish is because it's just a little more gishmak in 
the lochin of Rab Shimon. The reason Rab Shimon didn't, the reason Rish Lakish didn't learn like Rabbi Yochanan is because he has a fundamental problem with what Rabbi Yochanan said. Rabbi Yochanan, you're telling me that if somebody steals kachim t'mimim, as long as it's a shchit ruuya, you'll be chayyeh for utfachah. No way, because being that it's not shaykh umecharay, it can't be shaykh to utfachah either, because kolhecha the lesser b'mechira, lesser b'tvicha. In other words. In other words, if you take this machloikis, Rabbi Yechon Reish Lakish, and you break it down a little bit more, and you try to understand it on a little bit of a deeper level, what are they arguing about? They're arguing whether, in Rabbi Shimon's world anyways, but Avdafka in Rabbi Shimon's world, is there a principle that says, and for the same price, it would go in the reverse as well. Rabbi Yechelen doesn't subscribe to this principle. Reish Lakish very much does, and it's from there that Rabbi Yechelen and Reish Lakish is two different mahalchim to explain. Rabbi Shimon emanates as the Gemara. That machloikis is va'azdul l'tamayr. We have another source where you find Rabbi Yechon Rishlokish had this very same machloikis. The itmar amoycher treifa. If somebody steals a treifa and then he sells it, le'divrei Rav Shimon, according to Rav Shimon, are you going to be chayiv or are you going to be pot? Now why le'divrei Rav Shimon versus Rav Shimon shulding in this b'raisa, in this discussion? It's because Rav Shimon has a shita, shita she'enu ruyu lo'yishma shita. As a result... If somebody would steal a shorvaset, treifa, shechted, he would be potter. Because shechita's treifa is a shechita sheni ruya. So the question is, what about mechira's treifa? You're going to be chayiv or you're going to be potter? Rabbi Yechonah, mechayiv, reish lokish, omar potter. It's mechayiv, Rabbi Yechonah, reish lokish. Rabbi Yechonah, mechayiv, Rabbi Yechonah, said chayiv, afelgafta lesa betvicho, isa bimechira. Even though Rabbi Shimon holds that if you would shechted, you would be potter, but for mechira, you would be chayiv. Reish lokish, omar potter. Reish lokish says you're potter, keep it the lesa betvicho. Lesser bin Mechira, Mamish, this Machloikis, Rabbi Yochan and Reish Lakish, literally, Shachra Gabi, love him. This is Rabbi Yochan and Reish Lakish, Rashita, Zoktima, Isri, Rabbi Yochan and Reish Lakish, Rabbi Yochan has Reish Lakish, Akash, Gunav, Kelayim, Utfacho. If somebody steals Kelayim and he shechts it, now what was the Kelayim? So Rashi says this was an animal that was the offspring of a goat and of a sheep. What's the tzad that if somebody steals this animal, the halacha is he should be shayach to the sugya of dal vehe. The reason is because dal vehe is for a shar or a seh. A shar is an ox. What's a seh? A seh is either a sheep or a goat. They're both included in the parish of seh. So now you have an animal that's from Bedezaitan, a Seh. But at the same time, this animal's a shtickle cholol, mamzer. See the sungis of Asar Yuchsen, because on one hand, he stamps from a sheep, and from the other side, he stamps from a goat. So the question is, is he shaykh to dal or is he not shaykh to dal echad, both of his lineage is seh. But then again, he's this modna bria. He's... Kalayim, which has a special place in Allah. So the question is, if someone's gone of Kalayim, you have a potter. So the Brisa says, gone of Kalayim, utvacha. Someone would steal Kalayim and he would shecht it. Trefo mechara. Or if somebody would steal a trefa and he would sell it, in both of those cases, Masham Tashum, Chamisha, you would be chayev dalbeh. So Rabbi Yechna told Reish Lakish, my love Rabbi Shemini, I'm pretty sure that this price is going according to Rabbi Shemini. Now, why would you say that this price is Going coin to Rab Shimon. Rab Shimon man It doesn't say a word about Rab Shimon. It's because it sounds like from the Brisa, it's only if you 
would sell the treifa, you'd be chayv da'al But if you would shech the treifa, you'd be potter. Probably because it's a shechita shein ruy. Probably because the price is going according to Reb Shimon. But what do you see then? You see that afal alma, afal gafta lesa betvicha, even though you're potter from tvicha, isn't a mechir. So we're focusing not on the kalayim part of the price. That's going to be tomorrow's stuff. We're focusing on the treifa part of the price. You see from here clearly, lahura, that if somebody sells a treifa, Yurchayev, even according to Rab Shimon. So you say, Maris, there's no principle that says that you have to be Isa both. Amalei, Suresh Lokish told Rab Yochanan, Loi Rabbanon. This price is going according to Rabbanon. So Rab Yochanan said, I Rabbanon, Trefa, Bimechira, Isa, Betvicha, Lassa. So why is it only if you sell the Trefa, even if you shech the Trefa? The Elamai said, the Gemara says, Rab Shimon, you tell him he's going according to Rab Shimon. So, you understand the Sefer, but how are you going to understand the Reisha? What did the Reisha say? That if somebody steals Kalayim and he shechts it, Allah is his Chayev. Kalayim betvicha isa b'mechir alasi. You only Chayev if you shech the Kalayim, not if you sell the Kalayim. Allah said, Reish Lakish, what do you have to say? Tana tvicha vua din l'mechira. In the Reisha, it says shech Kalayim, but really, vua din l'mechira. Eim the Rabbanon Ami. The Sefer can be going according to the Rabbanon. Tana mechira vua din l'tvicha. Meaning, Anach Ami going to Reb Shimon. If somebody would sell a tray for you'd be potter, because if you can't shech it, you can't sell it. But it's Going according to the Rabbana. But the Gemara says, Rabbi Yechon is going to tell you very simple. Hi, my, I don't understand what you're saying, Rish Lakish. I'm a Bishle, but Rabbi Shimon. Bishlam, if the Bryson's going according to the Rabbi Shimon. So when it said, Mechiros, Trefa in the Sefer, that was Dafka, right? So I did the Tony Trefa Bechada. Being that as it relates to Trefa, it had to say Chada. It had the same mechira. Why? Because if you shech the trefa, you're talking going to be potter. So once you said chada in the sefer, tani kalayim bechada. So therefore, in the ratio, we also mentioned chada. We said that the person shechted the kalayim as opposed to saying that he shechted it or he sold the kalayim. Oh, yeah, I'm rabbanon. But if the bryson's going according to the rabbanon, so there's no reason to mention chada in the sefer. There's no men- reason to mention chada in the ratio. So narvinu vinisninu. We should have put it all together. Ganav kalayim ve trefa. If you stole kalayim or trefa, tafchanu machron mesham tashlumi abav chamisha. So why are you even talking about chada? Elamai. Probably because one of these two cases are chada. No, one, it's one of them are chada, poetic symmetry, so we mentioned both of them, b'chada. Says Rabbi Yechanan, this is my Eseve. And the Gemara says that although Rabbi Yechanan asks his kasha to Rish Lakish, and Rish Lakish's terits seem to be a little bit dachot, this blibes with a kasha. It's not a tiyufta, the Rish Lakish tiyufta, a kasha it is. The Rishayim say wherever it says tiyufta, it means checkmate. When it says kasha, it means it's a terits. However, the terits is a little bit dachot, and we are going to exhale right here. Short Ayin Zayin Omer Aleph. And as a result, what we have here is a short time. So as it relates to Raid, it's Yodua that Bavakamo Daf Ayin Zayin Omer Aleph is an interesting op. You look at it, you see that something is a little bit different. The Omid is made up of a page, of a line and a half of Gemara, and the rest of it is Toysfus. Two very, very long Toysfus. The Welt says, and the Makar, thank you, Ruvain, is from the Snefer Divrei Torah, from the Michasaluza. He brings that he heard when he was a child from the Talmidim of his Zayda, the Heilig Bnei Yisachar, Shemekubal Etzloi, that he had a Kabbalah. Hashem 
that the Rabbi Seinu Akdoshin of the Balitosis, most of which the Bnei Sascha said were killed al Kiddush Hashem. Ubiyosim, the master, and there was a point in time when they were incarcerated. Viyadu, and they knew, Kilamachar, Yikaru, Oisam, Lifne, Yoimat, Dinha, Achroim, Lifne, Shuvei, Marisha, that they were going to have to stand in front of the Risham, and ultimately they were going to get killed. Then, Lo Yoidu, Lavoidasa, and unless they were going to be willing to convert, Yargumiyah, they were going to be killed on the spot. Fafal Pikain, despite the fact that they knew this was the last night of their lives. But Laila Shalafan of the night before, Osku, Vikosfu, Chedushe, Toisfus, Aruchem, the Berg, they sat and they wrote these two long toysfes that we have here in Perak Merubah, in Bavakama, Dafayin Zayin, and Aleph. So the Velt has a Messiah that these toysfes and this interesting Ayin Zayin, and Aleph is related to the fact that the Bali toysfes wrote these toysfes right before they were killed by Kiddush Hashem, literally the last night of their lives. Now, I think it's Kedai, just to clarify one point, and that is that the Tzuras Hadaf that we have right now does not trace itself back to the Balitoisvis. The Tzuras Hadaf was something that was Nishadish when the first Gemara was printed in the 1500s by the Bamberg printing press. The Balitoisvis wrote their Gulyoinis hundreds of years earlier. In fact, if you've ever seen a Ksavyad of the Balitoisvis, it's long Gulyoinis. On the longest Mesechtes, it's 25 or so Dafin, because you don't have any Gemara, you just have the Gilyan that the Balitoisvis wrote. So the Diak here in Bava Kama, Ayin Zayin, Amad Aleph, is not that you look at the page and you see a line and a half, and all is Toisvis, so what's Pashub Shad? Oh, clearly something happened, and now you know the rest of the story. That's not the Nakuta. The Nakuta is that there are two very long Toysvesen over here. And there's a Messiah that these long Toysvesen are related to this Uvda. It's related to this Maisa Shaya. Now, it could be that the reason the Shas initially was laid out in this way by the Hevra that worked for Bamberg. By the way, Gedoyle, 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 Oilak, Rami Padua, there were great Gedoylem that worked for Bamberg. But the point is, is they maybe knew this Messiah, and as a result, Daila Hakima Biramiza, it was laid out in this interesting way. But this is not what the Gillian of the Bali Toysvis looked like. That's Pashat. But I think it's Kedai, just to digress a little bit. And take this opportunity to talk a little bit about the life and times of the Bali Toysis. We sit and we learn Gemara, Rashi, Toysis, Gethes, which is mamish, the meat and potatoes of what every single Yeshiva Bachar and Yungaman and Bentera does. And, you know, we sometimes forget what it was like to live in the times of the Bali Toysis. It certainly feels very nostalgic to be sitting around the dining room table of Rabbeinu Tam or to be hearing Shir from Rabbeinu Peretz or any one of the Gedoyle Bali Toysis. But the MS is if you would understand the times that they lived in, it was not posh at all. And really, the story of the Bali Toysfis is a story of the perseverance of Klai and how the rich Messiah that we have was something that literally came from the ashes over and over and over again. And there really is no period in time that brings out this point more than the times of the Bali Toysis. Before I start, I just want to give a shout-out, because I'm driving very much outside of my lane, to a Grace of Talmud Chacham, Rebbe Ephraim Kanervogel, who is considered the world-leading expert in the Bali Toysis. I also want to thank Rabbi Stephen Weil, 
And my friend Nachi Weinstein for introducing me to Rabbi Kannerfogel. If you want to hear more from Rabbi Kannerfogel, you can listen to Nachi's podcast, his farm chatter. He's a regular. He's had him on talking about Rashi, Toysus Alashas, Toysus Alatayra, the Crusades, the Mardchai, the Urzarua. He's literally a Mayan Hamaskaver. I don't say that lightly. And he's a an incredible wealth of information, not just from an academic perspective, but Mamish throwing the words of the Rishonim and the Psokim of the Rishonim <laughs> with the Sif cotton ball pads. Very, very impressive. But either way, just a very, very brief overview. So number one, when we talk about Toysvis, what, what does it even mean? Right? Toysvis is a person. Rashi and Toysvis. Rashi was Rashi. What exactly is Toysvis? So Toysvis was a yeshiva. It was a yeshiva of the Bali Toysvis, in fact, there were two concurrent yeshivas, both of the Bali Taisvis. One was in France, in northern France, and the other one was in Germany. Now, in terms of how many members there were of the yeshiva, this is not like the Gracie yeshivas of Bisman Azeh. The yeshiva of the Bali Taisvis seemed to have been a yeshiva that was made up of miyotakamos, however, roiv ha'echos. So, Rabbeinu Tam according to one report, had 80 Talmidim, 60 Talmidim. It's not the numbers that we're familiar with in the Heintegat but multiple parallel classes, right? That's not what the yeshiva of the Bali Toysvis was like. But at the same time, it was Roy for Echos. Every single one of the Bali Toysvis worked But the point is, these were small cloison, maybe literally someone's living room. But the point is, it was small groups of Yidin that sat together and they wrote what would be known as the Toysvis and hence the yeshiva was known as the yeshiva of the Bali Toysvis. As far as the years of operation, so Rabbi Kanafogel told me, Pashtus, the way you have to view it is, it starts with Rabbeinu Tam and it ends with the Petira of the Marami Rutenberg and Rabbeinu Peretz. So Rabbeinu Tam was born in the year 1100, Le Mispar. That's when Rabbeinu Tam was born, which means that if you want to take a rough guess, maybe Rabbeinu Tam opened his yeshiva when he was 30, Mashu Gazer, so 1130-ish. The Marama Rutenberg and Rabbeinu Peretz were both nifter in the 1290s, Lomisbarim, which would mean that really the yeshiva of the Balitosis focused and functioned primarily for about 150 or, or so years. As far as the names of the greats of Bali Toysfis, uh, every Toysfis mentions another one of the Bali Toysfis, just to mention a few, to get a feel. You have Rabbeinu Tam, the Riazok, and the Rashbam, the Riva, Rabbeinu Afray, and the Ravan, Rabbi Chilmi Paris, the Rashmi Shans, the Riz Sirleon, Rabbeinu Peretz, we mentioned Raman Rutenberg. Right, these were some of the, the greats of Bali Toysfis, but when you look into it, there's more than you expect there to be, but this was the Tkufa of, of Toysfis. Now, what's not so well known is that the entire period of the Bali Toysfis, from a Jewish history perspective, was marred by terrible, terrible tragedies. It was mamish pogrom after pogrom. Unfortunately, we just witnessed October 7th, so you could be mamchish a little bit, what it means a pogrom. And this was meisim b'choyon. Not every day, but kemat. And it's, it's hard to imagine, but that's what it was. This is what it meant to live during that kufa in Europe. It was over and over and over again. In fact, if you look at it a little bit more carefully, the kufa of the Bali Toysvis coincided with the Crusades. So the first crusade was in the year 1096, 
which was a few years before Rabbeinu Tam was born. That was during the lifetime of Rashi. And the Crusades ended right around the end of the 13th century, which is at the time of the Ptir of Miram Rutenberg and Rabbeinu Peretz, which Pashtus is when the Tkuf of the Bali Teisvis came to an end. So it's during the Tkuf of the Crusades, which was Mamish Ishes Reyeu Chaim Balu, that Kufa was exactly and precisely when it is that the Bali Teisvis functioned. So I think just to get a little bit of a feel from the words of the Rishonim, what life was like then. And I think the place to start is with a sefer that's known as Sefer Zechira. Sefer Zechira was written by one of the Bali Toysfis, whose no, his name was Rabbi Ephraim ben Rabbi Yaakov Mibuna. Rabbi Ephraim Mibon. And he wrote a Sefer Zechira where he chronicled the events and the tsaris that took place to Klai Yisrael from the years 1171 to the years 1196. So I'm reading Poshet Miksav Yad Kotshoi from Rabbi Ephraim, Rabbi Yaakov Miboyna. Let's learn the Toysfus innovative. We could have learned the Toysfus in here on Nainzaidam and Aleph. We're going to learn this Toysfus. So he says as follows. Bishnas Dalit Alofim Vitov Tov Kufnun. So this is the year 1190 when Misparam. Rally is from Mishamai Miskan. Something very bad happened to the year then. Kihuamad Melech Biyayam Hanikro Inglatira. There was a king that was coronated, Biyayam. What's the name of this land? Inglantira also known as England. This king that Rabbi Ephraim Mibon was referring to is known in secular history as Richard of Lionheart. Either way, it was the day of the coronation. A bunch of dignitaries came from all over the world to celebrate this great event. And there were a lot of important Jews that came as well, and they brought a gift to the king. And there were Rishon that were there, and they began to say, Why are there Jews here? It's inappropriate on a day like this for there to be any Jews present. They started pushing the Jews, and they made Lutzanus of them. But the king didn't know about this. All of a sudden, a rumor spread that the king just instructed that all the Jews that arrived for his coronation, they should be killed. And the king commanded, this is what you have to do. And all of a sudden, everybody starts hitting the Jews and they started destroying their houses. And some of the Yidim, when they realized what was about to happen, they decided they're going to shech themselves. And one of the people that was killed during that time, the Rimei Orleans, one of the famous Bali Toysfus, he was there at that time, and he died al Kiddush Hashem. But Rabbi Ephraim Mibon said that the king really didn't know about this. He never instructed this. And when he heard there was a big tumult, there was a gerida, he said, what's going on? And the person that was in charge told him, ain't over. Ah, it's nothing. It's just everybody's happy. What is this? So now everybody's just besimcha. They're very, very happy because of the fact that you're being coronated today. Afterwards, when he found out what really happened, he ended up killing this person. But Lamaisa, 
despite the fact that this person died, he was able to facilitate such a terrible, terrible pogrom. And Rabbi Fraim Yiban says, Baruch HaKel HaNoisei At the very least, the Yidin were able to see a little bit of Nekama. He goes right in the Sefer Schir. He says, Achor Kein, Bishnas Tov Tov Kuf Nun Aleph. This was one year later. This is in the year 1191. Now this is what's known in the secular world as York. So he says, it was in the town of York, it was Shabbos Hagadol. And this time, when the Jews celebrate miracles, it was to a time of Yogin. And all of a sudden, there's this gzair against the Yidin, and the Yidin had to run away, so they ran to the Besmedrash. Because the Jews thought that over there they would be safe. And when they realized they weren't safe there, said there was a Yid whose name was Rabbi Yontif. This Rabbi Yontif is Rabbeinu Yontif. That's quoted by Taisvah sometimes. He's one of the Bali Taisvah. And he himself, with his own hands, he killed 60 people. And he says, I heard one story where there was a Yid who had a Ben Yochid, and he said, kill my son, because he didn't want him to be killed, or maybe be forced into being a Meshumet. So he, they went ahead and they killed him. There were 150 harasu. they ransacked their houses. They took their gold, their silver, they took their svar. You know what it meant once upon a time if they took Svarim? That means these Svarim didn't exist anymore. Right? There was no printing press. So if there was a Bava Basra and now all of a sudden the Bava Basra was taken, you're a Rav, you're a Paisik, you don't have a Gemara Bava Basra anymore. I mean, just to have an appreciation of what this means. Right? A lot of things they took, they went to Jewish communities and they would sell to the Jews because they had no need for it so they would get money from it. And then he says, afterwards they went to another city, there were 20 Gerim, converts that were living there. Kahal Gerim Ikri Kal, says Rabbi Fraim Mibon. Vahargum Kulam, Vilayrotsu Lihitonifi Meitzachana Ein, Akulam Kichwas Hashem Anichbar. All these Gerim, they were Makadashem Shemayim, they refused to convert. This just goes on, on and on. By the way, that last event that he describes is what's known as the Massacre of York. But the bottom line is, this is what's going on. There was another famous massacre in the year 1171. This was one of these bogus ritual murder trials where they didn't even have a smoking gun. They didn't even find a dead body and they decided that somebody is missing and he was killed by the Jews and it was a terrible, terrible pogrom. Right, we know 1240, the burning of the Talmud, Rabbi Chimel Paris and Miram Rutenberg's famous kinnah that he wrote. But these are some famous stories that we know about. The Nakuda is, this was Maisim B'chol Yoyim. It's mind-boggling. Maisim B'chol Yoyim this story after story after story, and this is all taking place mamish at the time during the tkuf of the Bali Taisvis. And then this is, Rabbi Kanafrogo told me that when you appreciate a little bit the times that the Bali Taisvis lived in, then you start looking at Taisvis and Shas, and you start looking at different psachim that we have from the Rishonim, and it comes to life. All of a sudden, you understand what's going on. Just a few degmois. There's a Gemara of the Zorah, Daf Yud Chesem and Aleph. The Gemara there tells the tragic story of Rav Hanania ben Shadin. He was one of the Asara Ruge Malchus. And the Gemara says that he was burnt 
wrapped in a Sefer Torah, everyone knows the Gemara. So the Gemara says that as the Helik and Neshama was leaving the world, his Talmidim told him, Rabbi, what do you see? He said, So they told him, they said, why don't you open up your mouth? And if you're going to open up your mouth, like this, the fire is going to go into your body and you'll burn quicker. Why are you prolonging this agony? So told him, The Ebishter gave me my neshama. When the Ebishter is ready to take it, he'll take it. I'm not going to do anything to expedite my own death. This is not something that I'm going to do. I'm not going to hurt myself. On this Gemara, Oymer Rabbeinu Tam, Rabbeinu Tam said, Let's say a person finds himself in a situation where it's very, very dangerous. And he's being forced to convert. And he's not sure he's going to be able to halt sechaim in a situation. Right, the Gemara says, Even Hanani Mishal Vazari could be, would not have been able to withhold the interrogation and all the torture and all the assur. So if a person finds himself in that situation, us who mitzvah It's a mit, meaning what Reb Chanina ben Tradian did, don't try this at home. That was meant for him. But it's not meant for a regular person. Famous Gemara in the Sugi of Kamsabar Kams with the 400 children, they jumped into the Yam. Why? Because they understood that they were Muchan Lavera. And as a result, they were Ma'abarat Muladas. What about the Tainu of Chanid ben Chadian? Mutav Shayetlan, Misha Nasnavai Yechabal Hubaatzmai. The territory of Chanid ben Chadian was the Gadol Ador. Chanid ben Chadian was going to be killed anyway, so it didn't make a difference. But as it relates to these 400 children, they understood that it was a matzvah of Sakon, and who knows where their life is going to end up being. So Adarab, it's mitzvah Lechabal Baatzmai. That's the appropriate thing to do. Incidentally, this Rabbeinu Tam is a Chiddush, because Rabbeinu Tam is learning a Chiddush Lahalacha, Shein Eimol, a tremendous Chiddush Lahalacha from a Dvar Agada. And the question is, could you learn Halacha from Agada or not? That's a Maisa in Agada. Right? Ain't Liesik bin is that in it? But the bottom line is, is that this is where Rabbeinu Tam said. So you learn this Toysvis, right? So, okay, Rabbeinu Tam said Halacha. Haglotar Ladira. This is Tera. Come on, You have to understand this. If you look at the Ritva, on this Gemara, right here. So the Ritva says like this. So in the Ritva's times, it's Gilyoyne Atosvis. He says, I saw in the manuscripts, in the scrolls of the Bali Toysvis, he means this Toysvis. The Rabbeinu Tam used to say, the it's interesting. We have the Gersa Mitzvah. The Ritva's Gilyon that he saw was only Mutter. Either way, says the Ritva. Adkan Motsasi Begulyoni Atosvis. Veheim Dvorim Shetzrichen Talmud Veiyun Gadol. It's a very big Chiddush. And it's something that requires Talmud and Iyun Gadol. Eloshek Farhoir Zaken. But the Zakim Rabbeinu Tam Paskin that way. And if Rabbeinu Tam Paskin that way, me the Ritva is not going to go against Rabbeinu Tam. Vishomanu, and we heard Vishem Gedoyle Tsarfas, in the name of the great French Pali Toysvis, Shehitiru Kain Halach Lamaisa. That this was a Halach Lamaisa. This Rabbeinu Tam wasn't just a Psach. This was Halach Lamaisa. This was the world that the Pali Toysvis lived in. Yeah, another Marshal. 
This is tshuva from the Marama Rutenberg. This tshuva, if you have the new Mechon Yerushalayim Marama Rutenbergs, it's in Chela Gimel, under Sefer Sinai, and it's either tshuva tof nun aleph, or it's tshuva tof, 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 reish nun he. It's a lot of tofs, but tof, 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 reish nun he. This is what he brings. Yehudi Echad Shal as Maram. Im Tzorech Kapara. Sanyid came to the Marama Rutenberg, and he told him, do I need Kapara? Al Shashachat Ishtoi Vidalud Bonov. So this person killed his wife and his four children. He had to. It was a shmad, and he felt it was the right thing to do. He says his family wanted to be killed. They didn't want to end up in the hands of these Rishon Marurim. So he goes, this man does, he kills his wife, he kills his four sons, he was going to kill himself, but... It ended up not working out, and somehow he was saved. So he comes to the Maram Rutenberg and he asked him, Do I need Kapara? This guy Mamish killed his own family. What am I supposed to do? The Kosav Lois Maram Rutenberg wrote to him, Lo Yodana Shapim my Idum Bahachi. So I'm not sure what to tell you. He says, Vade Ahurigas Atzmai al Yichud Hashem Rashoi Lichbaba Atzmai. He says, To kill yourself, you're allowed to do. And he said, Chabzveirai, Shola Melech. Right? Shulchan Aruch, it's brought down that if someone's ma'abed atzmi ladas because he sees he's going to be killed anyways, kishol ha-melech, it's a washan ha-shulchan Aruch. So that's something that you're allowed to do. For Amru Gittin, on Zion of the days, he brought the rai, Rabbeinu Tam brought, ma'isa v'dalad me'as yilad of the yiladais, shenishpu b'kol. But that's all to kill yourself. Avalishchik acherim, tzorich iyon limsay raya lahat. Says, I'm not sure about it. And he has a whole shtickle over here, yes or no. And then he says, Mi adover zeb poshit hitiru. He said, but I know it's mutter. So this is Marami Rutenberg, who's from the last of the Bali Toysfers. He says, I know this is mutter. Kishamanu umatsanu shaharbe gedoylem shochtu es b'nei and v'espanei say. Like, when did this happen? He says, there were harbe gedoylem that did this. V'gam rabbeinu kloinim is also kein bekina hamaschelos. He talked about this in one of his kinnis. But the bottom line is, he says, we heard this, that this goes on. We heard that Harbe Gedolim Shachatu has been a Vespanai saying there were many Gedolim that did this. So you see, there's something you're allowed to do. In the Sefer Schir in Yena Maisa, Rabbeinu Yontif killed 60 people, it says. He shechted them with his own hands. So apparently there was a Messiah that this is something that could happen. Another Maramachim. The Smak. The Sefer Mitzvah's Kotem from Rabbeinu Yitzchak Mikurbil. He's one of the Bali Toysvahs. This is in the Smak. Which is on Sefer Mitzvahs, it's by Mitzvah Gimel. So the Mitzvah is Lev Shmoy Shalakadosh Baruch Hu Bechol Alev Vahavtas Hashem Alekecha Bechol Avavcha Bechol Nafshecha Bechol Meidecha. So what comes to mind is the Gemara Rabbi Akiva Kol Yomai Hayisim Mitzdar. Right? When am I going to be zoichet to be mekayim this pasuk? So the Smack over here is talking a little bit about this, and then at the end he says as follows: He says Viraya Mirabenu Yehuda Hachosid. From Rabbi Yehuda Chas, Shehizel letalmidov shloi leilach lechopa mipnei listim shebederch. They wanted to go to a chasana. They wanted to go to a chopa, but it was too dangerous to go to this chopa because they were listim baderch. Vaholchu they went ubotchu and they had betochen. They were confident that they were going to be okay. Pemachne yodu lahasker es Hashem because they knew that they could always be masker Hashem. And through the Shemus Akhtoshim, they'll be able t- to get out of the situation. Either way, they found themselves in the Nesara, the Hiskiru, they were masked Hashem, the Nitzlo, and they were safe. The Chazara, when they came back, they told the Rebbe, Rabbi Yudah Chassid, what happened? Omelem, he told him, Ibadetem ha'il ma'ba. You lost your ilm ha'ba. Udishtamish betaga chalaf, this is not something you were supposed to do. You lost your ilm ha'ba. So he said, what should we do? He said, go back 
put yourself in the matzah of Sakana again and don't use the Shem Hashem. And that will be your ticket. They went back. They didn't use the Shem Hashem. They were killed. This is brought down in the smack. They wanted to go to a chasana and they couldn't make it to the chasana. One more maramakim. This is also in the Chuvas from the Marama Rutenberg. This is in Tfus Prague, if you want to look it up. It's Tov Kuf Yud Zayin. So the Maram said like this This is well known. That if a person makes up his mind, that he's going to give up his life, once he has that. Any Misa that's going to happen to him, he's not going to feel. So this Dom is that if a Yid makes up that he's willing to give up his life on Kiddush Hashem, so he doesn't feel any torture, he doesn't feel any Misa that comes about. It comes from the Marami Rutenberg. This is what he said. The Raya said Marami Rutenberg, There's a Raya from the Messiah. So what's the Messiah? So if there's a word mentioned in Tanakh, sometimes you have the Messiah that mentions different places where you find this word. So he says the word Hikuni is mentioned two times. Two times in Tanakh. One place is in Mishlei Perach of Gimel. Shleim HaMelech said, Hikuni Bal Cholisi. He said, I was hit, Bal Cholisi, but I didn't get sick. Didn't affect me. V'chad, and there's another time where it says the word Hikuni, also Shleim HaMelech. This is in Shira Shirim. Hikuni Pitzo Uni. So said Maram Rutenberg, how do you teach the Messiah Kaloimar? Kishahikuni upitsa uni loyhoyoli kev. Hikuni was balcholisi. It could be hikuni upitsa uni. But if a person makes up his mind that he's giving up his life, Al Kiddush Hashem, balcholisi. He's not going to feel it. Then he brought a raya, Ram Rutenberg did from Sefer Hecholois. This is real Kabbalah. And then he fears eyes. Viteta. And I'll prove it to you. Shekachu. She'en lecha adam ba'olam. Because there's no person in the world. Shemhoyu nogeya be'esh be'ever katam shloyhoyu tzayek. If his ever katam, his pinky, would touch a fire, he would scream. Afilu imyala bedaita la'akivats my militzayek. Ene yochalasas. Even if he tries to control himself. Asetutvei. Shreitman, the Anuroyim, yet we see with our own eyes, Kedoshim, She'enam Tzoyak in Klum. Maram Rutenberg says, we've all witnessed it, we've seen Kedoshim. This is the world the Bali Toysus lived in. They saw it. it, it was literally Tzara after Tzara after Tzara. The story of Toysus, Baba Kamadaf, Ayin Zayin, Amin Aleph, is not an anomaly. This wasn't a one-time event that punked happened. This was mamish the life and times of the Bali Toysness. It's very, very morbid. Unfortunately, it's a little bit dover be'itai. But at the same time, there's, I think, a tremendous nekuda, positive nekuda that they got. And that is, when you think of the Bali Toysness, you think of days of yore. You think of nostalgia. You think of the best of times. It's not true. It was not the best of times. It was the worst of times. And it was amidst those times and mamish from the ashes that we have toysfus. And we always speak out this Hargish that you learn a toysfus, you know, besides for these chikavamar makoimas, but you sit down, whatever the toysfus is, Yaharava, whether you're learning Bavakama, Bavamitsiya, Gitten, Kedush, and Ksubas, you don't see anywhere in toysfus that this is what's going on. Again, if you have the ideas, the historical academic perspective, so you can pick up a nuance here and there. I mean, these chuvas are more than just nuance. But again, these are vavarf and amaramakaymas. But you show me a toysfus in Baba Metziah where you're going to notice this and you're going to pick up on this. This is something that you would have to know. And the hergish that we always speak at is, is there a pshach in his Akdama Taviyaz. We mentioned this when we were in Holoshov by the shach. And we talk about the Megillah's Eifa and the Kinnis that the shach wrote. The shach lived through Xerus Tachvatat. And the hergish was that there's no 
shach anywhere where you could say, oh wow, I see that this is what he was going through. Right? In Noyek Shaba if you have a, an author, a composer, a poet, so they wear their emotions on their sleeves. But you go through a shach and chayshem but he's, he's learning shach. And we spoke out from Reb Shach, that Shach said, that Chazal say that Torah shall amadati ba'af, umdali, right? That it's the Torah that a person learns and it ain't so, that's the Ikat Torah. He said, has that shim with what Chazal say, and that is that Shmaita Bayitzlusa, that when a person learns, you have to have a certain level of clarity. Right? Mitzad Echad, Torah fathers clarity. Mitzad Sheni, it's Torah Shalamadati Ba. We always say that Reb Chaim said he was able to see a chilik, Reb Chaim Briska, between the Shagasari and the Turi Evan. Because when the Shagasari wrote the Shagasari, he was an Oni Evi and he didn't even own a Shas. When he wrote the Turi Evan, he was already a Rob, and he said he could see the chilik, because it wasn't the same level of Torah Shalamadati Ba. So on the one hand, it's Torah Shalamadati Ba. Mitzad Sheni, it's so which one is it? So how do you reconcile these two ideas? Rav Shach said, you think for one second that when the Shagasarya wrote Shagasarya on Ashas, or when the Ketzeis HaChoshin wrote a Sefer Ketzeis HaChoshin into the Lalech, or when the Magan Avram was writing his Pirish on the side of the wall in a cave somewhere, you think they didn't have Slusa? You think they didn't have Clarkite? I've that there was Clarkite. He said, because the Torah was Smechem Kinesinosam, and it brought them into a different place. And I've that they had Clarkite. On that Clarkite, it's not Shaykh for a person to achieve greatness in Torah. But the real greatness comes when a person finds himself in an Esara, and a person finds himself in a difficult situation, where it's Torah Shalamadati Ba'af, but he's able to overcome that Nesoyan and come to the point where he has Slusa the Shmaitza, that's when the Torah is on another level. And that was the Shagasai, that was the Ktois, and that's all those Mara Makoimas. So Avad, the Bali Toysis, were living in a, in a time where to go to Achasana was a Shail of Pekoch Go through the safest Schira, go through all these Mara Makoimas. It's not Shaykh, it's Ketan in the Welt. But at the same time, at the same time, in the world of Ali Taisus, attack was the way it feels like it was. It was Taira that was smechem kinesinos. And if you were sitting around the table by Rabbeinu Tam, or by the Riyasrokin, or the Rashmi Shans, whichever one of the Bali Taisus it was, you didn't feel anything. Because they were able to take a massive of Taira Shalomadi and elevate it to a point where it was mamish shmeitzah bayitzlusa with the greatest clarity and with the greatest simchas Taira. Either way, we should be zoicha. That Misha Amar Loy Lomay Dai, Yoimilatsari Seinu Dai, and we should be Zaycha to the Gu'ula Shlema, the Mehir Biyamenu Amay Bahamin.